This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. Chelsea, so let's get into guys that aren't divas, just men playing some football this weekend. How about that? And look at a couple of the top games in the NFL and a couple of top games in college football. So let's start with the pros. The Bengals at the 49ers. Niners are laying four. Niners minus 210 on the money line. Bengals plus 170. Total set at 43 and a half. The spread has gone up a half point. Little tick from 49ers minus three and a half. What is the play here on your end? Yeah, I'll be on this play. Uh, I do like the Bengals plus four. Obviously, if you can get that plus four, uh, if not, you will take the three and a half because still it is over the key number of three for a 49ers team that's been kind of trending in the wrong direction, especially when it comes to health wise. We're not exactly sure what's going on with Brock Purdy. It feels like he's a little banged up, uh, maybe does not play in this one, which that's the, the red flag for me in this one. If there are questions about the quarterback and this line goes up, Do you think this is a red flag that I should be cautious about? I, it's weird because there is a possibility that if he, I don't think he's going to play. I think it's going to be Sam Darnold and yet the money is moving in San Francisco's direction. So I, I don't know what to think sidewise. Double D saying that Purdy is now out for this game. So I think I've read that he was trending towards being out. I guess now he is out for good. So you're getting Sam Darnold at quarterback. I would go to the under here is what I would play. Just because it's 43 and a half. It's not the highest number. But ultimately, you get the very strong possibility of Sam Darnold in the offense. Debo Samuel is already out. And I think that I think there is a possibility that not even a possibility that Niners defense is going to step up. It always plays well. It'll bounce back spot for them after that loss to the Vikings. But even then, that was more about San Francisco turning the football over on offense than it was about the lack of D from San Francisco. But I would go under. Matt is now saying we're having a chat battle. Brock Purdy has practiced but hasn't cleared concussion protocol. So for now, it looks like he's out. I don't know if that's official or not. Regardless, I think it's weird that money is moving in San Francisco's direction. Yeah, the injury report, like the official one, says unspecified. Uh, He did not practice, uh, or it says LP. I'm not sure what that is. Uh, But clearly there's something going on with Brock Purdy, but I don't know if he's officially out. But I would be real surprised if we do see Brock Purdy in this one. I think the bottom line for me is maybe we're sleeping on the Bengals a little bit because Joe Burrow has been fantastic against the top teams in the NFL. Over his career, he has some really good numbers against the spread. Uh, If you're looking at him against teams above 500, 18-8 against the spread, when we are talking about these top-notch teams. So I think this is a Bengals team that still has an extremely high potential. Like, look at what we saw from the Bills last night. There was a good Mm -hmm. team in there. It's just we hadn't really seen it just yet. So maybe people are sleeping on the Bengals just a little bit. Plus, it's a team that usually uh, does its best on the road. Look at all of their big wins that they have done uh, as underdogs and on the road. They have gone on the road to win at Arrowhead Stadium. They've done it to go on the road uh, against my Titans that year. The Titans Mm -hmm. were the number one overall seed in the AFC. So I think I will take uh, the points here, especially if you do think it's going to be a tight scoring game. Low scoring game, you take the underdog. How about Jags and Steelers? In Pittsburgh, Jags laying two and a half points. Jags minus 145. Steelers plus 120. Total set at 41. Or actually, this is Jags. It's still Jags two and a half. Up from Jags minus two. I think I'm going to grab the Steelers here, Chelsea. 
I don't know if I will play this officially, but anytime I feel like you can get Mike Tomlin and his team at home as a dog, then you're going to see a close, ugly game. And that's what the Steelers do. That's what their division is all about. I know this is not a divisional game, but in their division, whether it's Ravens, whether it's Browns, Bengals, whatever, they always play these close, grinded-out games, especially when it's in Pittsburgh. So I would expect another one of those types games, type of games. And I feel like you can maybe make the Jags a bit one-dimensional because sometimes they have trouble running the football. So I, I think I would go Steelers here at home. I think if it was three, I'd go with the Steelers, but two and a half, I, I think I'm going to stay away from that. Yeah. I think I'm going to go with a rushing prop for Trevor Lawrence. We have seen him be really shifty with his feet. Over 18 and a half rush yards, I think, is the play for me. He's hit this in three of his last four, and the attempts have been there. He's attempted uh, at least seven rushes in three of the last four games. He's coming off a season high 59 rushing yards against New Orleans, another team that's pretty good up front. And I think that's the case against the Steelers. When you have somebody like yeah. TJY who can put a lot of pressure on the quarterback, that's when we see these quarterbacks take off and run. So I think that's the play for me. I'm going to go Trevor Lawrence over his rushing prop of 18 and a half yards. All right, college time now. I know you have a play on this one. And it's probably the game of the week and not a ton of top 25 matchups in the college game. Number eight, Oregon at number 13, Utah. The Ducks laying six and a half points. Ducks minus 250 on the money line. Utes plus 200. Total set at 47 and a hook at that MGM. Chelsea, you are going with, I believe, the Utes. Yeah, this comes down to the number that they're giving us. And uh, the fact that Utah has one of the best home field advantages in all of football. This is an extremely difficult to play uh, pl place to play. We know that Utah's defense always comes to play. They can make uh, even the best quarterbacks look human. Maybe they can do that to Bo Nix here. Uh, so I'll take the six and a half at home. This is simply a numbers play. It was seven. So also we're following the money here. Uh, we have seen money yeah. come in on Utah. I think that is the play. But again, my college picks have not been great, so we'll see. Well, I actually like that pick quite a bit, and I was I was sort of torn early in the week. I leaned Ducks because the number didn't make a lot of sense to me. When the number doesn't make much sense, I immediately start thinking, okay, that's probably the right side. They're trying to fool you here. But I do think that you to the right call as well. And to me, this is going to be about how Utah tries to control the game. They've got Bryson Barnes, a quarterback. He's a third stringer. But I do think we see a lot of short underneath passes to sort of keep him safe. And also, Sione Vaki at running back. He's a converted cornerback. And he has been fantastic this season in the backfield. So I think they use those two guys in that game plan to keep the chains moving. And then obviously that Utah defense is about as stout as it gets, especially at home. So I'm with you. I'm on the Utes, especially if you can find that number at seven. Finally, number six, Oklahoma at this, the Sooners laying nine and a half points. Sooners minus 375 on the money line. Jayhawks plus 290 on the money line. Total at a very high 65 and a half. What a ridiculous total. Chelsea, what is the call here? Normally, I don't love laying big numbers, but I think in college, it's a bit of a different story, especially when you have an Oklahoma offense like this who can really put up some big numbers. I think it's a stay away game for me, but if I had to play something here, it would be Oklahoma because not only is Oklahoma good this year, they've been outstanding at covering numbers. We've seen it so far this season. So Dillian Gabriel has brought a, a different element to that offense. I think I would lay the points here, even though it's not going to be one of my plays. 
Yeah, I'm going to go with the Sooners, even though I can't stand Oklahoma. But Jalen Daniels not playing for the Sooners. Once again, it's going to be Jason Bean. And I feel like now with Daniels. For Kansas. Or for Kansas, yeah. And I, mm-hmm. I, I, I feel like this is just speculation on my part, but it feels like Daniels is just – I know he's been a little banged up, but it also feels like he's saving himself up so he can go elsewhere for one more season and transfer out of KU. I've kind of heard that scuttlebutt a little bit makes sense to me because he's injured, but he's not really injured. Regardless, you get being a quarterback for Kansas, and while he's a solid quarterback – He brings a lot to the table. He can make an explosive play and then suddenly turn the ball over very quickly. So I have to give Brent Venables full credit. He has pulled this team together in a way I did not think was possible, at least so quickly after last season. And Kansas, by the way, is the worst. And I mean the worst red zone team in the entire country. I think that is the difference here. So I'm going to lay the nine and a half with Oklahoma, even though you know it pains me, Chelsea. Right, and I think especially when you're coming off a a game where they barely squeaked out that winner over UCF, I think this is the better spot to play them. Uh, Because like I said, they still have been really great against the number 7-1 ATS uh, so far this season. And coming off that close call, I like it even better. Yeah, I do too. I actually like this play quite a bit, especially because it's below the number of 10, but I don't want to bet on the Sooners. Gross. All right. Yeah, I think they're going back to the Big 12 championship game. I think they cover this number. They've been covering machines all season long. Sometimes the right play is the right play, whether you like it or not. For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BeckQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.